Hi there, Dr. Amy here. I want to address one of the questions that came up, a really common question um, or challenge when working with kids with behavioral learning socialization challenge is that, or challenges, is that um, doctors oftentimes, and I don't think this is unique to our profession, but the, the unique thing is that we have the opportunity to really till the soil to get the brain ready to learn and grow um, and get the benefits from other professional um, approaches, modalities, um, and theories. And so the, the challenge sometimes is knowing when do I co-manage, when do I make a referral, and how do I do that in a way that it doesn't become a them or us, but it's a us and them. So with, and I mean that by understanding that when we know that there is a specific way and we can communicate really simply what the science tells us about the way that the brain develops, bottom up, back to front, and set out right to left, and how the brain moves through development and what that really specifically and practically means, like what tools, skills, behaviors do we see as we move from more primitive brain, primitive movements, primitive reflexes, to more motor systems, to more auditory systems, to more visual systems, as we become whole brain um, you know, processors and, and efficient processors as we move through development, if we have gaps or, or deflections that happen because of what we know about different stressors or different things that may impact the way the, may, the brain moves through development, um, as we start to if we get the skills and understanding to be able to get the 30,000 foot view of why a child or an adult might be having specific behaviors, specific deflective behaviors, and what that tells us about that trajectory of brain development and how we specifically and scientifically impact the way the brain moves through that trajectory of development or fills some of those gaps in the trajectory trajectory of development um, by applying what we do in chiropractic by re removing subluxation and increasing efficiency of the of the brain-to-body connection and the ability of the brain to process outside of the brain and outside of self as we do that and we can and we can communicate that really simply it becomes super clear when it's time to co-manage care but keep doing what we're doing. Keep tilling the soil. Keep keep the efficiency within the brain and the body and within the nervous system. And we can simply communicate that to parents when we teach them this hierarchy of development. And then maybe we see that they're plateauing at a certain stage of development. Well, maybe it's very clear that at that stage, uh, we could refer to somebody who does um, the Muscatoba method for MNRI for primitive reflexes. Maybe we need to um, get after inflammation or methylation or whatnot. And so we refer, or maybe we do some of those things in our practice, that's fine, but we know when to use those tools and it doesn't become we use those or we refer there and then we lose this. It's we know we have to t continue to till the soil, keep efficiency, and monitor the progression, progression through this trajectory of brain development. And we do that by understanding what behaviors, what challenges, what windows, what clinical skills, what primitive reflexes, gross motor, fine motor, and eye movements tell us about where we are on that trajectory. Then it becomes really, really simple to one, refer and communicate with that other practitioner and how and create this really cohesive team to work for the bigger picture, and two, explain that to parents, and parents understand why they need both, and three, it helps you understand that you don't need to chase the symptom or deficits, but you are 
in charge of being the team leader to maintain efficiency and know how to watch the trajectory of brain development. So your job is taking these hierarchies of brain development, even just the first and second that you learn in level one, the watch and wonder hierarchy of what behaviors are we seeing and what does that tell us about how an individual is processing their world, and two, the clinical assessment, which is hierarchy two, which is looking at you know your primitive reflexes, your movement systems, your auditory systems, and your visual systems, and being able to put all that together to very simply and easily communicate to your make the case for yourself, to the parents, and other practitioners. So when we start unraveling that and really getting down the simplicity of how that all works together, then you can, you can, you are positioned as the team leader, which we really need to be. So again, we need to know a little bit more, not so we can chase the symptoms or do the other things, but so that we can be clear in being the team leader. And one of those things is knowing when and how to work with their other practitioners.